Previously on the story of Tim. Who are you? Where am I? Sometimes, when we see fit, we repurpose a destiny. Ah, you, you do you do you remember your name? No, I I don't. I can be Bob. I can be Tim. I'd like to be Reginald. Yeah, maybe we should start. Just start walking. Pick a direction and and see where we end up. See if we can find someone else. Uh, figure out where the hell we are. Have you ever seen fields this big? I have not. Uh, I I it feels it feels weird. It feels I'm I'm not even sure this is real. Is it? Does seem like a weird dream, doesn't it? I can see you have finally arrived. You, you know who we are? Oh, of course I do. The hooded figure is well. He has no name, but he came to me once and talked about repurposing, and he placed me on this farm and told me that my purpose in life was to guide others who are being repurposed. I realized after accepting that my destiny was no longer under my control, I made the best of it. So I built this place. I was given the power to do so when I accepted what my purpose was. As it runs out the door, the 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 hooded figure is gone, but he can see the smoke still. So he he looks down on the ground and he sees a sword. He seems to be wearing a suit of armor. He has the sword in his hand, and he's in a courtyard of a big castle. Just standing there in this courtyard, Tim looks at the sword and he feels the weight of this really heavy、uh, suit of armor. It's not exactly the armor of a knight or something like that, but more like a, an average soldier in some sort of medieval times. He stands and look at the sword, trying to figure out what it all means. When he can see a person running towards him, Tim, what are you doing? Looks up. What? What are you doing? We have to get going. I,、uh, I don't know. Um, where are we going? Have you been asleep? I maybe. I'm not sure what's going on. You better get your fat ass moving. No, follow me. This person just turns around and starts running, and Tim feels. That he has no choice but to follow this man, so they start running out of the courtyard.、Um, they go through、uh, a portcullis, through a corridor, and and the only thing Tim can see is really the the, the end of this this corridor、um, is is bright light, and his eyes haven't adjusted. And as he comes closer, this bright light just. Turns into into a large battlefield. He is apparently a soldier in a war, and he has no clue who he's fighting or why. But he is being 
throwing out there. So he runs straight out, straight out. And immediately people start, he can, he can hear screams and he can hear uh, the clashes of swords and, and the bashes of shields. And he, he, he's just confused. And he, and he turns to this, this man who, who came running to him. I have no idea where I am. I, I, I don't know this. I can't. I can't. What are you talking about, Tim? You're a brave soldier. Come on now. I, I really have no clue. And as he hears that, he just hears. And he turns around and this huge green skinned beast is just standing on top of him about to swing a large club. And without thinking, Tim just rolls out of the way as the club smashes into the ground and he lurches forward and, and just slashes this beast two, three times with his sword. He just screams and, and falls to the ground. And, and, and Tim's companion jumps up and makes a finishing blow by just stabbing this, this creature in the face. And Tim, I have no idea how I did that. I, I'm not supposed to be here. You are a brave soldier, Tim. Stop fooling around. Get out there and do your job. And and, and it says Tim can't really control his body. He just, it's like watching a movie, just following along, and he he can't control any of it. His body just turns around and starts sprinting out to the battlefield, slashing his sword in, 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 in ways he had no idea. With the speed he didn't know his body could, could, could at all achieve. And he slashes enemy after enemy of these, these green-skinned beings. And he loses himself completely. He starts enjoying it. And he no longer considers himself as confused and not belonging. In just a couple of minutes of fighting, it is Tim the soldier. And they battle for, well, not that long. He has trouble remembering really how, how long he's out there. But the battle is won. The beast retreat. And, uh, and a bloodied Tim meets up with this this person he met before and just Wow That's one of the greatest battles I've ever been in. You're telling me Well So Are we uh are we celebrating in some way? Tim Who are you? I, d I don't recognize you. What's going on? Well, we don't usually celebrate. We do, but you don't seem to know where you are. Well, uh, I I, I don't. I I think, but but I but I love this. It feels like I'm I'm made to fight. They, 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 they start moving back in, into the courtyard uh, of, of, this, of this castle that they apparently were protecting. And 
they sit around. They just take off their helmets, sit down on the ground and just catch their breath. And as they're sitting there, Tim can feel a familiar feeling of almost levitating, the ground disappearing beneath his feet. Oh no, not again. I don't want to do this again. And it seems like nobody's noticing. They're all laughing, relaxing. And he can see how this familiar wobbling occurs. And then just he fades into another realm. This time he finds himself in a kitchen. He's holding a knife about to dice an onion. And as before, he the memory of what's happened before, they linger, but they fade, and he soon enters this character, almost, of a chef. So he starts dicing this onion. Uh, a person comes in uh, and, and yells something about an order, and he just nods, and, and in a weird way, he knows where everything is around the kitchen, and he completes orders he cooks food and he does that for an evening and then that familiar wobble as he's about to transition to another realm not again he says enough of this and that's when the fade turns into this white void again and in front of him is the hooded figure. Ah, well, I see you have traveled quite a bit between the realms. I have traveled. You have made me travel. It's not exactly an enjoyable experience. Oh, you, I have nothing to do with this, really. You have nothing to do with this. You mean it's me? Yes. You see... When when a destiny is repurposed, um, we can tell that you are going down a, an unsuitable path. And when we find a new one, it's a bit like trying out shoes. You need to find the right size, you need to find the right materials, you need to find something that fits. Are you telling me I'm trying out destinies? Yes, frankly, yes, that's what you're doing. Okay. I don't want to keep switching. I don't think you're ready just yet. Then at least tell me what I can do. How do I control this thing? How do I try out this is part of the lesson of your education. Can you please just stop being this vague piece of shit? Hmm. Yes, you have much to learn. And as he says this, he fades again into another realm. 
And he keeps doing this. He's, he Every time he ends up in a new place, he tries to remember how he got there. But every time it fades and he just has a faint memory of the previous thing. But that that also fades as he leans into whatever person he is supposed to be in in this realm he ends up in. And this goes on for a long time. He eventually finds himself in a realm covered in snow. It's up in the mountains, a small village, and he's running a tavern, it seems. He's standing behind a bar, and patron after patron comes up ordering beer and food, and he yells back at the kitchen for them to order it. He pours beer, he pours whiskey, but something feels a bit different. It felt like this, he ended up here because he wanted to. The previous realms had all been large cities. They had been large fights. They had been hectic and stressful. And he just wanted to get somewhere calm. And he ended up there. And he felt like, not that he had control over this realm switching, but there was something different about this. He ended up staying in that realm for quite some time. Uh, he usually switched realm after sometimes minutes after at tops a couple of hours, but he stayed here for days and really started to enjoy this realm, this bar, this little mountain village. But after a couple of days, he awoke in the middle of the night to the sound of villagers screaming. He could hear crashing. He could hear banging. He looked out the window where you can see just fires and pillars of smoke and running down into the street watching as the village was turning to ash and he, he couldn't see the adversaries and he wanted to help that's when that realm started wobbling and he turned back into the white void and he met the hooded figure once again. Do you have any idea where you are going, Tim? I'm starting to have a faint idea. You are not meant for bartending. What are you saying? If you think you can live a quiet life, it's not going to stay quiet. You are needed, Tim. Your skills are needed. You have tried your hand in the battlefield, and you have seen what you are capable of. I just... I just want to be left alone. That is not part of it. Do you remember what the man at the farm said? That when he... When he accepted that he was being 
repurposed. He was given powers to build his farm. He seemed content with life, didn't he? He did. Just let go, Tim. Accept the powers that I can give you and become who we need you to be. And who is that? You'll see. But first, just accept who you are. I understand. I think I finally understand. Good. The familiar feeling, feeling the ground disappear beneath his feet and reappear as it feels the weight of his body. Crash down into a wooden chair in a tavern somewhere he doesn't know but for the first time since this whole thing began he feels like he belongs he knows who he is he knows where he is not geographically perhaps but he knows where he is in life he knows where he is going and what he is supposed to do. In front of him is a large mug of mead. He swipes it, stands up, and leaves the tavern. He goes out into the street. It's dirty. Uh, he's in a shady neighborhood, but he feels right at home starts walking towards the edge of town. He's leaving tonight. On his way there, he goes by the stable, picks up a steed. It's his. He's had it for many years. Pays the stable boy a couple of coins, sits up on the horse, and leaves town. It's dark. He prefers traveling that night, and so this is when he leaves, rides out into the fields. This is a small town. It's surrounded by fields, and in the faint light from the sunset, one can barely perceive the outline of some mountain range. Not some huge mountains, more like hills, maybe. Tim turns his steed towards the sunset and just starts following that road. It's not in a hurry. It's a, it's a slow trot, just moving about. He rides until dawn. And then he finds himself on the edge of another city, slightly larger than the previous one. He enters the outer wall. No one seems to pay him any attention. He looks like just any traveler, basically. He enters the city, rides to a stable, 
puts his steed there, pays to the stable boy a couple of coins, and moves to the nearest tavern. This seems to be what he's doing, traveling from place to place. But what is it that he is actually supposed to do? Tim finds himself comfortable in this role, in this character. But he's yet to find what he is supposed to do, what is what this destiny that he thinks is the one that he's being repurposed to, what that destiny is. But enters the nearest tavern. It's quite empty. There's not a lot of people in there. A couple of patrons in a corner playing cards and another one sitting drinking by himself. Tim walks up to the bar and the barkeep is uh, is a small person. Um, he thinks a uh, halfling or something of the sort. Greetings, how may I aid you? I, um, I would like some mead. Mead coming right up. So, you a traveler? You could say that. So what brings you to this town? Actually, I don't know. I travel wherever the wind takes me, and I see what life has in store for me. That sounds like quite the adventure. Well, it has its pros and cons. Has its pros and cons. You don't happen to know if uh, anyone needs any help around town. What kind of help are we talking? Well, I happen to have some skills with a with a blade. Hmm, that kind of work, huh? Well, this isn't exactly the most violent of towns, but I do recall Lord Crowley at the end of town um, mentioning uh, something about a problem in the sewers. I think you should head over there. Lord Crowley, huh? Yes. Does he run this town? Oh, no, no, not at all. He just happens to be one of the more wealthy ones. It's not exactly a regular at my place. Hmm, I see. Um, could you point me in his direction? Oh, it's just... This isn't, isn't that big of a town. Just go out into the street here, take a left when you enter the big, uh, the big shopping street, take a right and follow it until the, you reach the end of it, and that's where his mansion is. Mansion at the end of the street, all right. He swipes the rest of his mead, gives a nod, to the halfling, and flips a coin his way. Thank you, sire. Thank you. Goes out into the street, follow the halfling's directions. The um, the shopping street that he mentioned is, is a market street. Uh, a lot of um, carts, wagons, um, people yelling... Uh, their special prize for the day. They say you sell everything from apples and oranges to vegetables to some some sell weapons. There are blacksmiths. There are some who sell food, uh, sausages, meat, 
but he just walks through all this, um, trying to get a feel of what kind of people live in this town, and they don't seem to be too poor or anything like that. Not exactly wealthy, but he's seen worse run-down towns. It takes a shift, though, at the end of the street when he gets close to Lord Crowley's mansion. Um, the mansion is surrounded by other buildings that seem to be a lot better built than the surrounding ones. Outside the mansion are two guards. Um, they seem not exactly alert or happy to be at their post, so Tim just walks up to them. Hi, I, is this Lord Crowley's place? It is. What's it to you? Um, I, I heard he might need help with something, and I think I could help him with his problem. Well, he doesn't just talk to anyone. Okay, uh, that's fair. How would I go about meeting with him? Well, you would need to schedule a meeting. And I don't assume you can arrange that. I do not. You're not very helpful. Um, how would I go about scheduling a meeting with him? Well, I would talk to his secretary. And where can I find his secretary? Well, in his office, of course. You don't seem to understand that I'm not from around town. Where is his office? Oh, it's just over there. Uh, the guard points to uh, one of the fancy buildings uh, around the mansion. Ah, so he has, uh, he's very close to work then. Not a lot of uh, commuting. Um, I suppose so. You have been... Um, helpful, I guess. Tim turns around and walks towards the office. And as he starts walking, the guard behind him says, Um, uh, <clears throat> sir, it's uh, it's Sunday today, so no one is at the office. Tim stops and turns around. <sighs> you know, that would have been helpful, you know, when we started this conversation. Okay, so they will be in tomorrow. Um, I think so. Fine. Tim makes his way back to the tavern where he met the halfling. It's been, you know, 20 minutes since he was in there, so he goes back in. Oh, you are back, I see. Yes, turns out it's Sunday today and people aren't working. Oh, yes, um, I might have mentioned that, but, uh, you know, I'm always open, so I don't really keep track of the days. Yeah, it's an honest mistake. So, um, I'm thinking I would like to spend the night. Do you have any room, or do, uh, do you know anyone who does? Oh, sure, we, we, I, I, I keep a room. Sure, then, give me that one. Oh, certainly, certainly. He reaches around back and brings out a key. Except if you just go up the stairs, it's the door to the left. All right. Um, do you have any other guests over? No, that's the one room, and it's it's vacant, so it's fine. Thank you. So Tim goes up to this room that he pointed out, and he um, goes in there, sits down on the bed, 
takes off his equipment and lets out a big sigh of relief. He has spent maybe two weeks in this realm, as far as he can remember, and the memory of traveling between realms and uh, the void, the hooded figure, they they linger. He knows he knows that he is has been put in this world. He wasn't born in it, he wasn't he hasn't grown up in it. But he feels at home and he feels that has it if it has been two weeks, he's not gonna be forced to travel anytime soon. And he's starting to feel like he's the one in control somehow. Since he arrived at the morning of this Sunday and he likes to travel at night, he's quite tired. He decides to lie down on the bed and sleep for just a little bit, try to make this Sunday run faster so that he can meet Lord Crowley uh, the day after. During this rather light sleep, he suddenly finds himself dreaming. Um, it's a pretty vivid dream, and he doesn't usually dream. But he's familiar with this feeling. He encounters the hooded figure in this dream, and it tells him, Lord Crowley is not who he seems to be. Be on the lookout. Look out for what? Just be careful. Keep your eyes open. You are getting close. Close to what? You will see. He wakes up and he's a bit confused. It's still daylight, but he's not sure if it's the daylight of the Sunday he fell asleep or the day after. He gets up out of bed, and as he looks over to the door to his room, he can see a note that has been slipped underneath the door. It's from the barkeep. Good day, sire. I didn't see you for the rest of yesterday, so I assumed you stayed in your room. I do not desire to wake you, so that's why I go about sending this note. I would like to talk to you when you wake up, so please come down and see me... Uh, at your leisure. Dennis, the barkeep. Well, at least now I know what day it is, Tim says to himself. Let's go and see what this Lord Crowley is about. I believe that's it for today's episode. If you would like to follow me on this journey where I try to become better at this thing about telling stories, uh, you can find me at both Instagram and YouTube so far. Just uh, just search for Havoisi. And I also have a webpage at the moment, which is havoisi.wordpress.com. Yes, I don't make any money off of this yet, so I go with the free stuff. But until next time, please take care and have a nice day.